Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily, and we always appreciate it when you share anything from AmericaOutloud.news on social media. Got a jam-packed show once again tonight. I'm going to start off the show talking about the ongoing border crisis. Uh, We've seen border uh, surges since Biden's taken over. I mean, there's as many as three times as many illegals entering our country is that we're during President Trump, and we called it after the Democrat debates with the rhetoric that they used, promising the illegal aliens uh, free health insurance, free everything if they cross the border. And uh, we're seeing that play out with this Biden administration, where a lot of these Democrat cities are stuck footing the bill, giving them free housing and uh, putting them in five star hotels and Places like New York City are saying that it costs them $10,000 a month to uh, house any illegal immigrant, which is just crazy to me that it costs this much money just for the few that they have. Imagine what Texas and Arizona and these other border states have been going through for the past several decades with this invasion on the border, even though it's never been worse than it is right now. Then you've got Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez doing a press conference in New York City talking about what we need to do for these migrants at the same time as Joe Biden's done absolutely nothing for black people. So they were shouting her down. Uh, People are just sick and tired of handling these illegals with kid gloves. And you've got the Biden administration who's silent, the borders are, Kamala Harris, who's silent, Mayorkas, I don't know why they haven't started impeachment proceedings on him just for uh, negligence of job duty. Uh, This border situation is an absolute disaster, and it's one of the reasons we need President Trump to get back in and clean this up, finish up the wall, and uh, get us back on track, because our southern border is an absolute mess, isn't it, Rob? It's a complete disaster. And I don't know if our listeners saw last week when we had a, I want to say a protest, but we had a members of the Democrat delegation to come to New York to assess. <laughs> they wanted to assess the damage that they've created with being a sanctuary state and allowing all of these illegals to come here. And they are illegal. I know some of you would like to clean it up and say undocumented workers or uh, what is the other word they like to say? Immigrants, undocumented immigrants that are coming here. They're not immigrants. Okay, let's just get that clear. They're not immigrants. If you don't want to say illegal aliens, that's okay. I know some of you are very touchy feely, but they're not immigrants. We could say illegal immigrants. No one told them to come here. And we mentioned this on one of our shows, previous shows. I know that Biden got on the horn and say, oh, come here. We want to accept you all. The Statue of Liberty said to come, bring me your weary. No, that was then. That was in the 1800s. Don't get it confused. 
And even if Biden told you to come, we have a constitution. Biden doesn't like to abide by the law, and neither does a lot of other Democrats. And we see that when we look around us and we see all the crime that's taking place in our cities. Okay. You were not supposed to come here. You came illegally. And now that you're here, you expect us to take care of you. Well, we've got our own citizens to take care of. We have our own veterans. We have our own homeless crises. Why these people are coming here, it's illegal. Well, we were suffering persecution. No, you weren't. Well, we want to come here for a better way of life. Okay, that's not a reason to come here. You're only supposed to come here if you were suffering persecution. But none of you are. You're coming here to be disruptors. You're coming here to destroy our way of life. You're coming here to form a shithole country that you're coming from. Let's just be honest. I know a lot of you don't want to hear this, but I have to speak truth to power. I have to tell the truth because the truth is not being put out there. And a majority of the people that are here are men. What the hell is this? And then a lot of them are coming from Africa. And a lot of them, a large contingency from Venezuela. So it's not just Mexico. They're coming from all over. And then some, Andrew, are coming from China. We're now finding out that we have a China spy team that's here. How the hell did these people get here? Who the hell told them to come? And what network are they using to come through our southern border? How are they coming all the way from two time zones, from Africa and from China, Lithuania? I mean, just all over. They're at the border. And now they're in New York City. So you got this contingency from D.C. consisting of AOC. She wants to look at it, the same AOC who was crying at the border when she claimed that they were putting children in cages and that wasn't happening. Barack Obama did that. So she's kneeling in crime, the same AOC who's taking all these trips across the country and she's putting on her forms that her spouse is traveling with her so that he can get perks, so she can get perks and benefits. Her spouse, a white man that she's never married, a white man that she's saying, I don't know if I should marry him because this might be a problem because he's part of the oppressing team, that AOC, who should not be in Congress. Maybe I should move to her district. She's here in New York City. Maybe I should move to her district and run against her because I'm telling you, I will not hold back at all in calling out this woman. I will not hold back. I know a lot of people are enamored over the way she looks. I don't think she looks extremely attractive, even Republicans. I mean, and she's had people to run against her before, but of course the Republican establishment didn't want to support those individuals. Maybe I should go. I don't need your support, Republican establishment. I will go do my own uh, grassroots. Maybe I should do that. I'm going to think about that because she needs to be taken down. She needs to be kicked out of office. Now, of course, if she kicks kicked out of office, CNN or MSNBC will put her on as a commentator to talk about what what does she know she's still wet behind the ear she's the one who denied amazon from coming into her district she didn't want the jobs there now just imagine had the jobs come there they could have employed these illegal aliens that she wants to come here yeah that aoc just an empty skirt completely empty but these are the people that we were allowing in our government we, these are the young people. We need fresh blood. Well, we don't need that fresh blood. No, we need seasoned individuals. We need smart people. We need people who have experience of life. So when we start talking about the next generation, we need young people. No, no, no. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it confused. Even with the age. 
We need people who have the cognitive ability to think, who live life experience, who knows what they're doing, and not someone who just wants to be there because there's an, they're an Instagram success. We don't need those people. But back to the story. So they're here in New York the other day. They're in Midtown at what once was a hoity-toity hotel, the Roosevelt Hotel, which has now been turned to a shithole. They'll probably tear it down or they need to tear it down once they get rid of these people because it's probably just full of decadent. So they're there trying to talk about the virtues of having these people here, and this is about the American way of life. They're not Americans. They're illegal immigrants or illegal undocumented workers. They shouldn't be here. And they have Kathy Holcher saying, well, we're going to see if we can fast track their working permits so they can go to job, go to work because we have all these empty jobs that need to be filled. Okay, now just think about this. Look at our unemployment rate because these people aren't included in the unemployment count. At least I don't think they are unless they cheated and decide to put them in there. But let's just look at that, our unemployment rate. Individuals who need jobs. She wants to fast track these people's working visas so that they can work those jobs. Because she's saying we have all these empty jobs. Let's just take a step back. Why do we have these empty jobs in the first place? Well, for one, we had COVID. COVID shut everything down. And then we decided to pay people not to go to work. So those people, well, I'm not going to go to work. I'm not going to go to those restaurants jobs because those are the jobs that they're talking about. The restaurants jobs are jobs cleaning up the high-rise buildings, the hotels or the uh, business uh, corporations. And by the way, people in corporations, they've vacated their buildings because they told them you can work from home. And this is all because of COVID. Yeah, of course, Donald Trump shut things down. People said, well, Donald Trump shut it down. He shut it down. He wanted to open it back up. But you have the Democrats saying, no, no, don't open back up. Because they're thinking, if we don't open back up, it'll be a bad economy. And then we'll be able to, he'll lose the election. Well, you got your wish. And all these people don't want to come back to work. So you're going to continue to give them money to not work? So those are the jobs that they're saying that we need to have these immigrants, these illegals to fill because we have a, George, a job shortage, worker shortage. Yeah, and we're also seeing a situation where when a lot of these people finally do go back to work, they have no pride in their work. They're just acting like uh, you should be happy that they showed up. I mean, the workforce has never been in worse shape. Uh, the morale of the workers, they just act like uh, showing up to work is all that is really necessary. And uh, working hard and having pride in your work, it's almost like a thing of the past. Like a thing of the past. But they created this problem. They created it, and now they want to blame everyone. And of course, they're, they've now managed to turn the script and say, oh, it was it was Republicans. Republicans caused this. We've been saying this for the longest, Andrew. The Democrats are going to find a way to blame Republicans. They were going to find a way to say Republicans caused this crisis. And we know that they didn't. Democrats caused this problem by coming out and saying that we're sanctuary cities and come here, bring us your free, bring us your weary. And now that they can't handle it, now it's bursting at the seams. Now that crime is everywhere, and Trump warned us, he told us that they're not, they're not sending all of their finest and their brightest. I mean, guys, just think back in uh, Miami during the 70s and the 80s when Fidel Castro, when Miami, Florida, was saying, oh, we want, all the, we want everybody here. He said, okay, fine. He opened up the prison system and said, okay, go to Miami, go to Florida. 
And from that moment on, the crime rate in Florida just like exploded. Florida, Miami was a horrible place to live, but they cleaned it up. So looking now, the same thing is happening. You have all these countries in Latin America, South America, releasing all of their prisoners, opening up their mental institutions and saying, go to America. They want you for a better life. Go there. And now that they are here, turning our country into a shithole, people are saying, wait a minute, we didn't ask for this. Look at Chicago. Black people. See, and I, and I constantly say this about black people because I'm black, just in case you guys didn't know. I'm not African-American. I'm black. I'm indigenous to the country. My ancestors have been here way before a lot of people's ancestors who came in through Ellis Island. Mine were already here. Okay. Those black people. Now they're in Chicago, New York City saying, oh, wait a minute. We didn't sign up for this. Why are you putting these people in our neighborhoods? No, you signed up for it because you had your crazy pastors in your churches saying we should let them come in because they saw that this is going to benefit us. Let them come here. Let them sit here in our, in our, in our, in our communities. And now you're seeing that they're getting more government services from your taxpayer dollars than what you should be getting. And now you're waking up. You're saying, we don't want them here. This is not fair. Well, I was trying to tell you that from jumpstart. You had a lot of Republicans trying to tell you that, but you told us, oh, be quiet. You're Uncle Tom's. You don't want them, but you don't want them here. And now you're crying. Foul play. But let's see if you're going to take that crying to the polls and vote for a Republican. Because we see that you kicked out Mary Lightfoot because she didn't bring down the homicide rate in the black community. And then you put up another dummy, Brandon Johnson. He's not going to do the he's not going to do it either because he's saying, oh, no, let's celebrate the illegals that are coming here. Why? Because he think they're going to vote for him. Well, yeah, he'll get money, but it's not going to be the money for the community. It's going to be the money to take care of them. So coming back to New York City, Eric Adams. Mr. Diversity and Equity, Mr. Oh, I want all these people here. Oh, let them come. Oh, well, let them come. And I'm going to tell those crackers, you can't say anything about it. Now he's crying that this is not fair. We can't sustain this. It's going to be billions of dollars. This is the same mayor who was saying earlier on this year and a year ago when he was elected, oh, well, we're going to put the illegals up in these empty office buildings. We're going to put them up in these empty hotels. We're going to put them up on Randall's Island. We're going to open up Central Park and we're going to put them there. We're going to put them in abandoned schools. He knew when he was saying it, that this was a recipe for disaster. He knew when he was saying that, that this was dangerous. But yet and still, he wanted to do it. Now that he's looking at his budget, now that he's saying that, oh my God, we're going to go bankrupt, he wants to attack Governor Kathy Hochul who's a complete idiot also. She's a Democrat. She's only looking at how she can enrich her and her family's lifestyle. That's all. So now they're saying, oh, we, we can't do this. We can't sustain it. We can't keep putting these people up in these high-end hotels and giving them all these catered meals. This is impossible. Who do you think we are? Well, you're the sanctuary city. Oh, why is the governor from Texas sending them here? Well, because they're not a sanctuary city. He has to honor their laws. So when people are saying this is not right, he's just using them. No, he's not. He's following the law. They're not a sanctuary city. So he has to send them, and rightfully so, to sanctuary cities, to New York City, to Chicago, and to D.C. I don't like it because I live in New York City, but he's doing the right thing, Governor Abbott, by sending the illegals to sanctuary cities. And now they're a burden on our city, on our city, rather. 
So when you had AOC and her brigade out there saying, speaking about the virtues of having illegals here, and it erupted into people saying, send them home. We don't want mm -hmm. them here. Close the border. No, they weren't conservatives. Remember, New York City, two to one, voted for Democrats. So you have Democrats that are out there. They're now waking up and saying, send them home. We don't want them here. There's no room in the end. Close the bloody borders. So I started an article, I hit piece saying, oh, conservatives, they came and they messed it up. No, they weren't conservatives. They were Democrats who are finally seeing the light. And they're saying this is not sustainable. Shut the bloody borders. That's it. And they're right. I saw this one guy from Colombia who was saying, my parents and family members are doing it the right way. They've been trying to get here legally for almost a decade, and the State Department is dragging their ass and getting them here. But if they were to come through from the border illegally, they would welcome them. We're going to pick this up on the other side of the break because I'm passionate about this, and I'm sick of our elected officials allowing them to come here. And yes, there's fault to blame on the left and the right, and we're going to expose it all, Andrew. Yes, we are. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. You can absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. Come in a great-tasting gel pack. Go to HealthyCell.com or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. The pandemic may be over for some but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. So Andrew, as I was saying when we went to break about this entire influx of 
illegal immigrants that are coming here because when you say illegal aliens, people get touchy feeling and they start crying and saying, oh, you're being racist. And, and it's interesting because the Constitution does not talk about undocumented workers or illegal immigrants. It talks about illegal aliens. And we're not talking about the aliens that are uh, flying through the air. But if, if there are illegal aliens that are here, we need to make sure that they can't come here either because they're not coming the right way. Okay, so all you people are saying, oh, we spotted an illegal alien and he was flying in Mexico and he was going here. No, we need to stop and make certain that we document them also because we don't want them just coming here, taking up jobs and you know causing chaos. So what are they doing? Why are they coming here? So we need to keep an eye on that because that might be another voting block that Democrats are looking at. Illegals that are coming from Mars and coming from out of space. Although I don't believe it. I think it's a bunch of hooey, but a lot of people do. But going back to what we're saying, focusing on with the, the crisis that we have before us, and you now have Democrats that are waking up and they're saying this is not right. And they're trying to blame Republicans and saying this is their fault. And it's not. We have nothing to do with it. However, I will say, as I, we, that I said when we're going to break that, both sides, uh, neither side is clean on this. I think Republicans have a little bit more of an advantage to say that we have nothing to do with this because you do have a lot of conservatives who have constituents that welcome this illegal uh, labor because they're able to, let's say in the farms, you're able to use them as hands and uh, in buildings, you're able to use them. So some of them are okay with this, although they'll say, oh, this is not right. Some of them are sitting on the sidelines knowing that, hey, this is going to help me out because it's cheap labor. And see, that's another problem, cheap labor. So when I hear people like Kathy Holter say, we want these people to work because they'll be able to be productive and pay taxes, how much of a tax are you going to get from these individuals when they're working in low-paying jobs, when they're working at restaurants, they're working at hotels, they're working at uh, building services? That's not a huge tax base. I mean, let's just be honest here. And it's not enough to sustain them to live in the city. It's very expensive to live in New York City. I mean, the average rent right now is at three to 4000 Do you actually think that these individuals that are coming here, they're going to work these low-paying jobs, will be able to sustain themselves here? No, they won't. What will happen is that they will create go out and create slum areas. So when you have you have these big city mayors saying, oh, we're going to open up these, uh, these vacant hotels and office buildings, and we're going to create housing. Now, you, from the outside, you look at the buildings, you'll say, oh, these buildings look lovely, and they're nice, and I like this. Yeah, but who's going to keep it up, the upkeep of the buildings? And we've mentioned this on one of our other shows. You look at a lot of public housing. Some of them look like, at least in these big cities, look like slum areas because the government is not going to spend the money to take care of them. And we see this happening time after time after time again. Yes, it's controlled by the government, but they're not going to the upkeep. They're going to spend the very bare minimum to keep them up. So eventually over time, what looks like a really nice building becomes a slum building. And then they'll parcel it out to these different groups and say, oh, well, will you run it for us? And of course, they're not going to run it the right way. They're just going to say, let's do the bare minimum. They have a place to stay. Let's forget about it. And then that creates slums in these big cities. New York City. I mean, Giuliani cleaned it up. 
And now we're going back to that thanks to what was the guy's name, de Blasio, and Eric Adams. And it's really sad that the lion's share of this is will go down will be under a black mayor, a black administration. So that when we look back at time, we'll say who created this, who started it, all the blame will be pointed at a black mayor. And then people will say black people are ineffective. They can't even get their own stuff together. Look at Chicago, the exact same thing. Brandon Johnson, a black mayor. And before him, you had, what was her name? Lori Lightfoot. But then aside from that, all of these people that are doing it, they're also Democrats. So this is further proof that Democrats cannot and should not be given power. Because they don't look to improve the situation. They just look at more power, more people. They'll vote for us, and we'll keep telling them that we're going to make it better. Case in point, look at Black people. We're up on the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. Martin Luther King gave a speech. Content of character. I have a dream. And we're, that dream is yet to be fulfilled because Black people keep voting for Democrats. And what did Democrats do? You look at under the Democrats administration, even I saw the other day, Andrew, which was very eye-opening, Mark, Leve Mark Levine. He was on a show on TV and he was talking about the past Democrat presidents and how they have just like taken hold of the black community, minority communities with these promises, when in essence, they never really cared for black people. You look at FDR. A lot of people are completely unaware that when a bill was presented to FDR to end, well, not to end lynching, but to make it a crime and to really come down hard on the South, he refused to do it. His wife, Eleanor, tried to get him to do it. He would not do it. Now, she was more of a friend to blacks than FDR, but yet still a lot, a lot of black people will say FDR, he was a great president because he had all of these social programs, social programs that, in fact, imprisoned black people. It tethered them to the Democrat Party because they felt that as long as we keep him in office, we'll get more social programs as opposed to thinking, wait a minute, we don't need the social programs. We can work. Just give us the opportunity. And you see this throughout the Democrat Party. Even look at Johnson. I at one point thought that Johnson was a great president. I'm like, well, look, he passed the Civil Rights Bill, but he did it reluctantly. He also warded it down. He also said, we'll pass this, but we're going to turn our backs on what they're doing in the South. And the Democrat president before him. But then when you look at the Republican presidents that came in, like Nixon, like Eisenhower, they came in and they said, wait a minute, we need to clean this up a little bit. We need to make this a more of a playing field for black people. But they did not allow it to happen. They didn't want it. So you have these Democrats that go halfway, they tease black people and they tell them, oh, we're going to give you this and we're going to make certain this is done for you. But what, in essence, what they're doing is that they're just imprisoning them and they're opening up a door for them to stay closely attached and connected to them as opposed to away from them. That's what happens. So fast forward to today, you look at what's happening, you look at all the illegals that are coming here. The only reason they're coming here because Democrats see, oh, this is a possible voting block. We'll get them to vote somehow. Now, you might think, well, that'll never happen and because they're not, they're not citizens, but leave it to a Democrat to find a way. Look at Gavin Newsom. He's saying that we're going to allow our illegals to vote in the local school elections. They're not citizens. They, don't, they, don't, they shouldn't have a vote. 
they're not paying taxes. Oh, well, yeah, well, we got them the right to, uh, we, we fast-tracked their uh, visas so that they can work their working permit. I don't care. They're still not citizens. But then you have citizens who won't vote. Why isn't anyone talking about that? See, it's just, it's a complete disaster what has been created. Democrats have messed it all up, and Republicans need to get out front. I keep saying this. We keep saying this. Where's Ronna McDaniel? Why doesn't she have talking points? Why isn't she with her PAC saying, this is how we're going to attack this? They have PACs. Why aren't those PACs coming out and attacking these people? The same way when we found out that the governor of New Mexico said that she's going to suspend the right to carry guns for 30 days because we want to curtail the violence for 30 days. 30 days, 30 days return to 35, then to 40, then to 50, then to 60. Then the next thing you know, it spreads across. I know that they're saying that there are Democrats that are against us also. And even, even uh, the uh, right left-wing media, they're talking against it for now. For now. And what she's doing is unconstitutional. But if you don't call her out and keep it out and say, it starts with this, and then it's going to grow, they're going to start taking away other rights. Look at the parental rights. They want to take away parental rights. Oh, the children belong to all of us. And this just started happening under Democrats, under Joe Biden. Who else talked about that? Mao, the children belong to all of us. No, they don't. See, these are the things that Democrats will push. And if Republicans want to get in front of it and start going to these Hispanic communities and saying, you guys don't believe in this. This is what they want to do. They want to take away your rights from your children. They want to introduce all of this transgender stuff and all this gay mess to your children. We need to start coming down hard on this and exposing these individuals for who they are. This is what we need to start doing and doing it now, because if we don't, we will constantly lose. We just can't rely on, like I said the other day, AOC and her contingency from D.C. coming down to survey the mess that they've created in New York. And we're going to think, oh, well, we had the protesters. They were shouting them down. Yeah, that was good. That was fine and dandy. But see, Republicans should have used that as a moment to say, this is what Democrats will do when they have power. They should have been started running ads now. Don't wait until next year. Get in front of it. Start shaping the narrative. Manager, it's as if though we're afraid of our own shadow. We won't say anything. <laughs> we just sit there and watch it happen and thinking that, oh, well, well you got some Democrats, they're against it all, against it all. So no, it doesn't matter. We need to go out there and shape the narrative that we're against this. We don't want this. And when you vote for Democrats, this is what you have. We're the party of freedom. We're the party of laws. And as I mentioned in one of our other shows, these soccer moms, you got to go and bang them upside the head and say, look, this is coming to your community. Under Barack Obama, they allowed M15, whatever that uh, group is from Mexico, the violent gang group, to come here and set up shop in a lot of our suburbs. And what did they do? They went in, they raped the women, they raped the daughters, and they killed them. Little is known about that. Because the left-wing media won't tell the soccer moms about it. They'll allow the soccer moms to encounter this and to grieve in private. As opposed to saying, this will keep happening until we do something about it. 
But they didn't want to say anything because, oh, if we say something, it's going to make Barack Obama look bad. Who cares how Barack Obama looks? Barack Obama has a mansion in Martha's Vineyard. He has a mansion in Hawaii. The same Barack Obama who's talking about the virtues of climate change. And we've got to stop using so much electricity. Yeah, but look at that those huge manses that you have. What about that? The same Democrats that are pushing this, they're doing something different. Remember what I mentioned about AOC? She's going overseas with her boyfriend claiming that he's her husband. And now the people are calling out her out about it. She's saying, oh, you guys are racist. You're bigots. And the moment they throw that card out there, Andrew, people will shut down, won't say anything. Oh, we can't because we don't want to be called a bigot. The illegals are here. We are not unsympathetic. We have to help them. We have to do whatever we need to do. And I hope Republicans will take that position. We have to help them. We have to give them shelter. But it stops there. We're not giving them the right to vote. We're not making them American citizens because they're not. They broke our laws when they came here. Let me say it again. We have to help them. We have to give them room and board. We don't want them on the streets turning our other places into shitholes. But it stops there. Okay? No right to vote. We give them a certain amount of money, and that's it. We need to take care of our own. And we don't want them on the streets working as police officers either. I mean, some of these Democrat cities, it's outrageous what they're pitching. And uh, there are illegal police officers in some cities. And I just couldn't imagine that, being an American citizen being arrested by an illegal immigrant. I mean, just the optics of that. Uh, doesn't even sound right to say, but these are the kind of jobs that Democrats want these illegals to be able to get. So them saying that, oh, uh, they can work these restaurant jobs or they can work in the fields, these jobs that nobody wants. Yeah, they do that, but they also go in and take uh, good jobs as well, public service jobs. And uh, I don't know about you, Rob, but I'm not comfortable with illegal aliens being um, police officers because they're criminals. I mean, they broke the law coming here. They broke the law coming here, but again, for, for Democrats, they're okay with it. <laughs> they're, they're completely okay with saying, well, we're going to deputize these people and their communities to uh, make certain that, they, that they're obeying the law. Well, but that's interesting. You're putting the fox over the hen house because they broke the law also. It, it makes no sense, but people will look at this and say, oh, this is a novel idea. Because they'll keep their own in check. No, we have American citizens to keep them in check. And if we stop saying that we're going to defund the police, there you go, bingo, stop saying you're going to defund the police, this wouldn't be happening. The moment we defunded the police, we saw an uptick in crime. The moment we allow our borders to be breached, which makes absolutely no sense. Do you think you can go to their country and breach their borders? And then when they come here, it's like they have their own little communities, their own way of life. They want to do their own thing as opposed to saying these are the laws. You need to follow the laws. And then what happens, Andrew, is that then you'll have these other woke individuals who will say, well, why wouldn't we honor their laws? It makes sense to me. It's in their community. Why wouldn't we? Because we have something called the Constitution. If you're going to come here, you get with the program or you get out. Okay. And is with this open border – we're going to see more and more menaces to society like this Danilo Cavalcante, who they had to get in a manhunt the other day in Pennsylvania. 
after escaping prison, wanted on murder charges. I mean, this guy, people say, is an illegal immigrant. Of course, the media is not going to talk about it. You wouldn't know that if you watched uh, NBC or uh, CNN. But yeah, these are the kind of people that are crossing our border illegally. Crossing illegally, and we need to accept it. That that's what that's what happened. I know the Democrats want to dress it up, they want to clean it up, and they don't want us to accept the fact, but they came here illegally. There's no way around it. You can't dress that up illegally because we have a process. You may not like the process. You probably say it's laborious. It's even it's racist. It's bigoted. Okay, you can say what you want to say. You're entitled to your opinion, but it doesn't make it truthful. They came here illegally. They have their own country to stay in. I don't care if their country well, is bad there. We're sending those countries money. And if the people don't like it, then they need to go to their polls and they need to vote and to kick those politicians out of office. But to say they need to come here and create havoc in our country simply because, well, we don't like it there. No, it doesn't work that way. Let's just speak truth to power. And then they want to throw, well, look at the innocent children. Hey, look, wait a minute. We know that there are innocent children that are involved in this because of the decisions made by their adults, by their parents. But I would dare say that if you were to really sit down and talk with them and say, you do know that coming here, they're the groups that's telling you to come here, they will take away your children. If you don't want your, if your child says to say that, oh, I want a sex change, they will indoctrinate your children. That's what they want to do. They want to indoctrinate your children. We need to make these people aware of who they're dealing with. They're dealing with an evil force. Tell them they will indoctrinate your children. They will do this to your family life. They will destroy you. Just be aware that you're leaving one hellhole to come to our hellhole, whereby they will take away your freedoms. Plain and simple, Andrew. Yeah, you nailed it. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. 
Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We are back on After Dark with Robin Andrew, continuing our discussion on this border crisis and uh, this incident that happened just recently in Pennsylvania with Danilo Cavalcante, the illegal immigrant who escaped from prison. I mean, this guy looked like Spider-Man crawling up the wall and getting out. Uh, He ended up getting found several days later, getting attacked by police dogs. But, uh, yeah, like, these people are going to leak in for every, you know, few that are good workers, good people, uh, would be upstanding citizens. You're going to get some people like this in as well, especially with all the cartels and drugs entering our country. I mean, it is a mess on our southern border, and it's only going to get worse. I mean, uh, we'll never forget about the uh, Mali Tibbets. Uh, story several years ago happened in Iowa where she was murdered by an illegal immigrant. I mean, these are just stories that the media uh, totally does not do justice to the victims of these people who entered our country illegally. I know if uh, that happened to a family member of mine, that would be a really tough pill to swallow if it was committed by an illegal immigrant in particular, someone that shouldn't have even been in our country. Rob, what are your thoughts on this criminal Danilo Calvacante and uh, this big manhunt it took to bring him down? I'm glad you mentioned that because I had forgotten all about uh, this guy, although this was like a news story all of last week. And definitely I've forgotten about Molly Tibbetts, whose life was ended because of uh, an illegal alien. I think that what we have to realize here, and Trump said it best, is that they're not sending us their finest. A lot of these people are are coming through because of our lax border control. And it's no fault of the folks at the border because they're doing their darnest to protect our border. Even had in Texas, you had the governor of Texas, uh, Abbott, who had put up these floating balloons to keep people from crossing the border. And then you had a liberal judge who was appointed by, I think, either Barack Obama or Bill Clinton to say, oh, you got to take it down. Take it down for what? Okay, so you're saying that you want crimes to be committed? These people aren't supposed to be coming here. Why are they coming here, Mr. Judge? We need to get rid of that judge. Get rid of him because he's not upholding the Constitution. He's not upholding his jurisprudence. He's siding with the illegals. And it's just astonishing at how the illegals get more, our laws protect them more than the citizens. I mean, you look at this guy, Daniel Calavante or whatever, came here from the border, from Venezuela, should have never been here. Why don't we just send him to some of these ultra-liberals, send him to their homes and say, stay there, live there, and see if they would like that. Oh, well, you even have some uh, local Democrat politicians that are saying, if you guys have a spare room, if you can open up your rooms and allow some of these families to come in, are you serious? Do you see Barack Obama doing it? Do you see him opening up his mansions, his summer mansions? Do you see any of these rich liberals opening up their summer mansions? 
for illegals to stay in. Since they want him here, why don't you open up your mansions? Better yet, look at Jeff Bezos and all these other, the guy uh, Mark Zuckerberg, why don't they just open up a compound and allow these illegals to, Ill- illegals to live there and support them? Why do they have to rely on the government? Our government is already taxed to the end. Why won't they do it? They won't. And see, that's the question that people should be asking. Why won't these people with deep pockets open up their doors or create housings for these individuals? Create a charity, start an LLC, and say, donate money because we want to get these people someplace to stay. They won't do it. They want the government to do it because they know that if we let the government do it, people will think that it's right. Now, what's happening is illegal. And the, the government seems to be aiding and abetting an illegal fugitive who came here and invaded our country. So if you come and invade our country, the only thing you should get is a jail cell. And some will say, well, what about the children? Well, hey, it's not my fault. But again, again, we are not unsympathetic. We are a caring people. And because we know that Joe Biden and his administration have screwed up royally, it's up to the rest of us to show kindness and make certain that these individuals are taken care of. But there is a point. Don't go overboard with it. That we have to stop. You don't have the right to vote. You need to register. We need to keep track of you. We need to know where you're going, your goings and your comings. We don't even want to do that. I heard the other day, Andrew, in San Diego, they're just letting them go. Oh, go fend for yourself. We don't care. No, those are jobs right there. We could be hiring American citizens to say we need to tally them in. We need to do an incubate. We need to make certain that we know where these people are and where they're going. Put an ankle bracelet on them. We want to know who you are and something else that should not happen. If you're pregnant, I'm sorry, that kid does not become an American. That needs to stop. What are Republicans doing? You don't become an American if you came here illegally just because you dropped a baby. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't happen that way in other countries. We need to address that issue. There's no birth more birthright citizenship. These are anchor babies, and some of them are doing it deliberately, especially in China. The Chinese government is hiring people to come here to have a baby so that they can say they're an American citizen. And you know what they're doing, that kid? That kid is actually a spy because that kid is beholden to the Chinese government, and the Chinese government is keeping tabs on them. What you bet, Andrew, that every Chinese person that is coming in through our southern border that the Chinese government does not have tabs on. They're going to watch them from the beginning to the ending. And when it's time for them to go back home, they will call them back home. What you bet that's not happening. They're exploiting our laws. They're exploiting Sleepy Joe and his administration's inability to get this under control. And we know Kamala Harris is not going to do it. She's a border czar. She hasn't once gone to the border. Where's the report? Why hasn't she reported to the American citizens what she's found out? What is she waiting for? She's not waiting for anything because she knows she doesn't have to be held accountable because no one's going to call her out. And while they're saying, well, she'll be the next president, they won't call this out that what she has failed at doing. Now, they'll show her at the hip hop parade and she's dancing, trying to dance and all this other stuff. Let's just be honest here. Kamala Harris is in politics because she slept her way to the top. Well, she got her way to the top from being on her knees. Let's just be honest, okay? If she were a man, we would call it out. Look at Donald Trump. He had many women in his life, and we called it out. Look at Gary Hart. We called it out. We have to do the same thing because if they're all equal, as the left would like us to believe, we have to call it out. She made her way to the top from being on her knees or on her back. 
There's nothing wrong with it. Let's just admit it. But she's also supposed to be the border czar. Where is the report? I want to see the report. How many do we have here? How many have re-registered? Do we have track on them? Who's going to look at that voice? Who's going to report that we as voters demand to know? As American citizens, we need to know this. But they won't tell us. They're hiding it from us. Are they hiding it from us or they don't have it? It's probably the latter. And they're hoping that you don't query them on it. They want you to think that, oh, we're letting them come in and we're so nice and we're so gracious. Like I said, we have to be nice. We have to be respectful. But the buck has to stop someplace. No right to vote. No birthright citizenship. You need to report in to someone. This is the infrastructure that needs to be built. And I pray to God, Andrew, the Republicans are looking at this. We just can't let this just slide by. Because when we let it slide by, we get someone like Daniello Cavalcante, whatever his last name is. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but I thought it was interesting how this guy was able to get on the wall. I think he's on the five feet and scale it, get out, was on the lane for almost two weeks, I think, surviving on nothing but watermelon. I don't know where he got the watermelon from, but they say he was breaking into houses. And apparently his sister was helping him. Now, he didn't have a cell phone, so I don't know how they were communicating. But now they're saying that they're going to deport her back to her country. Well, I would hope so. Because she was using our laws to benefit herself and her brother. She knew that her brother was a criminal. He killed his girlfriend, stabbed her in front of her children. And now he's here getting ready to wreak havoc. Send him to the soccer moms. Since they're so in love with all these crazy ideas, say, hey, let him babysit your daughters and your sons. Send him to the soccer moms. Well, you're scaring them. Absolutely, I'm scaring these people because they need to wake up. They need to realize that we're not living in a fantasy land. We're not living in Shangri-La. Our country has been invaded. We're living in dangerous times. And albeit it might not be in your neighborhood, it's in someone else's neighborhood. And that's not fair because they're paying tax dollars to protect themselves. Unfortunately, they've decided to defund the police. So when you do that, you get people like Daniello living on the lane. Scaring people. And the area that he was in, they had to close the school down twice. Afraid that he might come in and wreak havoc. And of course, had he done it, the first thing the Democrats would have said, oh, we got to take away the guns. Take away the guns. we got to defund the police. And then you would have the regular uh, suspects coming out saying defund the police and uh, take away the guns, just like the governor of Mexico. Maybe he was trying to get to Mexico, Andrew. Because he heard that they were uh, going to take away the guns. And he probably said, hey, I can go there. They got their guns. I can use my gun to scare them all. Anything is in the re- possible in the realm of possibility. I mean, you never know about these people. I mean, I'm serious. It seems kind of far-fetched, but hey, but we're living in a far-fetched society. We're living in fantasy land where men can be women and participate in women's sports. And drag kings and drag, drag queen, queens can go around. I saw the mayor of Burbank. They were calling him Spanky Mayor. Allowing a drag queen to spank him on the butt at the school. I think there's another school whereby they put in a principal who happens to be a drag queen. You can keep your drag queens. I don't care what you're doing outside of the school hours. Don't bring that garbage to school. 
And this is what we need to tell these illegals that are coming here. Did you know or do you know that when you go to the schools, you're going to be introduced to this? That they're going to try to indoctrinate your children? Where are the true Republicans? Where you're scaring them. Absolutely we're scaring them. We want them to know what they're up against. Why wouldn't you? I'm telling you, Andrew, I don't know what Ronna McDaniel is doing. She should have never been put in that position. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. I mean, our country is being ripped away at the seams. And people are saying absolutely nothing. And, and those who are, they'll be labeled. You know, they're quick to label them. Uh, but, wow. We... <laughs> Yeah, she needs, country, go ahead. she needs to take after her uh, uncle Mitt Romney and hang it up and retire. I mean, she has done nothing good for the Republican Party since she uh, took that position. She seemed like she was pro-Trump for a while at first. She said what she needed to say to keep that spot, but then she got absolutely nothing done. A lot like uh, Kevin McCarthy type where she talks a big game but uh, doesn't back it up. And that loyalty pledge was a joke because uh, some of the people who signed it admitted that they would not support Trump if he's the candidate, which totally defies the loyalty pledge that they were supposed to be able to debate, which it was a stupid thing in, in the first place. But nonetheless, uh, the next Republican debate's actually coming up soon. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that more in the future. Yeah, we will be talking about more of that. And I hope people, I just want people to be informed and hoping that they're paying attention to what's happening. Because oftentimes it's difficult to sort through all of this when you have a media that's biased, uh, that has a stake in this, just only looking at one particular party. And as we mentioned in one of our shows, that's evident, or one particular party and one particular candidate when we see that what uh, Robert F. Kennedy is going through uh, with some man trying to uh, assassinate him and the media is just like, oh, okay, what else? What, what, what else? Well, who cares? They're doing the same thing with the immigration crisis. They're pretending as if there was no big deal. And it is a big deal because we have laws that have to be uphold, upheld. And when we can't uphold our own laws, it speaks volume as to the kind of country that we are. And we're not a lawless country. We're not a lawless society. And people have to be held accountable. And if we don't, there's anarchy. And I just don't want the country to fail or to keep failing. We, we can do better. We have to do better, but people need to be informed and they need to be educated. And we can't be so sensitive to facts. You're entitled to your own opinion, the way you want to live your life, but you can't force it on other people. And when facts are presented, we need to accept them even if we don't like them. And we need to say, how do we do better? I mean, we got to this point because of failed policies. And the people who were pushing it are now saying, oh, we can't, this is not sustainable. But they don't want to take responsibility. 
they created it. Had we never elected, and I'm just speaking about uh, New York right now, had we never elected Eric Adams, who claimed that he was going to change things and that he'd need to be in office because it was a new day. And But now that you're there, look at what happened. Nothing. But you walk around in a three, four-piece suit trying to be Mr. Macho. That's not going to help us out. Being the, uh, the second black mayor doesn't help us out. It looks good on a resume. We can sing Shangri-La and Kumbaya. Oh, we've we, we met diversity and equity. But does that help the average person? Absolutely not, especially if you are a failed mayor. I'd rather have a successful mayor, I don't care what race or color or creed, than a failed black mayor. I've mentioned this before. You look at all of our major cities, you got blacks leading them. Leading the charge, either black or a woman, Democrats, and they're failing. And people are afraid to say it. Because if you say it, you're going to be called a bigot. If you say it, you're going to be saying, oh, you're sexist. No, we just got to speak truth to power. And people have got to get over their little feelings. No one cares about your feelings but you. We have to look at the greater good. And the greater good is to make certain that we elect people that are going to do the right thing. We're not without sympathy. The mess has been created. The disaster has been created. Now, how do we correct it? And I would submit to you, correcting it is not electing these same people again into office, Andrew. Yeah, very well said. Hard to believe, but we're already out of time again tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin and Andrew, which is available in America Out Loud on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please search for America Out Loud or go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.